0: For the third year in a row, I've had the opportunity to experience my favorite film festival, the True False Film Festival just down the road in Columbia, Missouri. As in previous years, I went to see documentary films that experiment with nonfiction film in surprising and interesting ways. This year did not disappoint. With incredible films, musicians, and artists flooding the city, every screening I attended was sold out, and Columbia was brimming with life and art. This was a welcome change after years of hybrid festivals and what seemed like lighter than usual attendance last year. Today, there are three films I want to highlight. The first film I want to cover is Time Bomb Y2K. Filmmakers Brian Becker and Marley McDonald use a dearth of archival footage from the mid to late 90s to weave together a narrative and provide context for the Y2K panic as the year 2000 approaches. Some people fear that a bug in the computer system could essentially bring about the apocalypse. This time in history is one that I remember vividly. As the millennium approached, I was 14 years old and grew up in a very fire and brimstone religious world in southeast Texas. I remember neighbors buying plots of lands to escape the chaos that would surely be fall us in the cities i was worried but not on the level of those people i also remember that on new year's eve 1999 my family wasn't all that concerned but there was a tinge of what if hanging in the air my brother cousins and i were skateboarding in the front driveway while the adults were having drinks inside and dick clark was on the tv We watched New Year's roll in from around the world and realized that we were fine. That time almost feels like a dream, but Time Bomb Y2K provides so much context that my pre-internet obsessed and fully formed prefrontal cortex never gave me. The film is beautifully put together, the sound design is top notch and all engrossing. The way the narrative is weaved together with just archival footage is proof of a master at their craft. The film is equal parts informative, scary, funny, and entertaining. Before the movie, a filmmaker and I were discussing if broadcast TV cameras and digital cinematography from the late 90s and early 2000s were just bad, or if there was a possibility that it could look beautiful in a lo-fi, nostalgic way now. Time Bomb Y2K proved the latter. This is a beautiful film, and I would definitely suggest it to anyone. It was bought by HBO at the Sundance Film Festival, so keep on the lookout for its release in the coming months. The second film I want to cover is Ramona. The question of who has the right to tell someone's story is at the forefront of art today, whether you're a writer, painter, radio host, or filmmaker. Director Victoria Vallejas explores this question in her film Ramona. Originally planned as a short film, Ramona took an unexpected turn when the director and her lead actress, Camila Santana, began researching the film's topic, a pregnant teenager named Ramona. They met people in situations similar to the character in the film which led to a fascinating and emotionally charged exploration in the form of a documentary the women being interviewed in towns in the dominican republic share a piece of their lives their struggles and give advice on what the filmmakers should change in the script the film doesn't offer easy answers but it provides a beautiful and playful platform for discovery the topics discussed aren't easy either Yet there's a strength and honesty in these women that is truly inspiring. There's also a biting critique on the ways that pregnancy is used as a tool for the patriarchy in their world. This film is visually stunning, with wonderful sound and a seamless blend of documentary and narrative elements. Ramona was one of my favorite films at the festival, and I highly recommend it to anyone. When the Muskogee Nation began censoring their own free press, reporter Angel Ellis and a cohort of her colleagues fought the tribal government to protect free speech. And that's the driver behind the new film Bad Press, which premiered at Sundance and also played at True False. This film is enlightening about a community I know little about. Getting to know Angel and her colleagues from the newspaper and TV station was an absolute joy. This film is engrossing, it pulls you in, and doesn't let you go. It's a film about an incredibly important subject, and because of Angel, it's entertaining and brimming with the punk rock spirit. For example, Angel was a guest at the screening of the film, and she came out bursting with energy, middle fingers up, with a standing ovation from the crowd. Although the filmmaking is fairly generic, the story and the characters are there, and they transcend the form of the film and you'll be rooting for these journalists throughout. Bad Press has distribution and should be available soon, so keep on the lookout. That's it for part one of my True False Film Festival coverage. Tune in again next week for more. For KIOS, I'm Joshua LeBure.